episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. <laughs> well boys thanks for joining us on the show what's going on over Pleasure, there in man. south africa is that where you are right? uh, yeah well not much we just got back from our uk tour and i've got a broken foot now what's after that tour yeah i fucking broke my foot uh- <laughs> <laughs> you can't just keep that no 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 you can't just how how did that happen Okay, so there was this band called Pint Glass that we were touring with, and they like the most beat-down band in the world. So I go, I'm going outside for a cigarette. So I crowd-kill through the audience and then get outside, and then Luke follows me, our other guitar player, and we start crowd-killing each other outside, and then he lifts me up not very far off the ground and just drops me very unexpectedly and I landed weird on my foot. And now uh, I've got two broken bones in my foot and a sprained ligament and I'm in a moon boot and I have to use crutches. I'm actually not allowed going anywhere or doing anything right now. But I played like majority of that tour with a broken foot. Um, and it's not the first time I've played 15 shows before with broken ribs. I, I seem to do this to myself and it never happens while playing. It's always being stupid, like in the venue somewhere. Man, that's, that's quite a story. <laughs> Worst thing. And my other foot was just like paralyzed for a while. For some reason, I like kicked my couch by mistake and it just like a nerve went dead. And then my foot just didn't work. And then I had to like, train it back to work and now my other foot is fucked but at least the other one works again (laughs) tom you need to get him some bubble wrap eh? Uh, the thing about chris is anything that can go wrong in the world will happen to that dude so like i mean even just before he broke his foot i literally told him i was like chris you're gonna hurt yourself and then not even two minutes later it happened oh it was pretty funny yeah, I felt like the real dad of the band at that point. <laughs> <laughs> told Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to play that role, you know. Yeah, it's mostly other Chris. But yeah, like, I think I'm like I'm like second in command when it comes to dadding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys dads for real? Like, have you guys got kids? Well, so you know, uh, Tom is it, but other Chris. The real dad of the band is a real dad. Um, yeah, he's got a two-year-old daughter now, and she's really cool. Good times. Got to, you know. So he's used to it. He knows. He knows how to, you know. Be yeah, well, I think, the, I think the band actually trained him to be a dad more so than the yeah. dad is training him to be, you know, a good bad dad. I think it's the other way around. After years of like looking after us, it's like now he's an amazing dad. That, <laughs> it train, if you can, it's true. If you can deal with band dudes, you can deal with anything, man. Like Exactly. Yeah. So true. It is. It is very true. But uh, hey, 
in the UK, I saw a f- photo with you guys were uh, at Stonehenge. Yes. That's cool. We, we, How, we went yeah, it was pretty cool. Rocks. <laughs> we never actually, like, we never ever get to do anything on tour that's like any well, way touristy. So, like, our hotel just happened to be like 10 minutes away from Stonehenge. So we were like, for once, let's just like wake up an hour early and go and check something out for like the first time ever and make it happen. Um, and then we did that. So, it was a cool place to go and see. Um, but yeah, it, it's a very rare thing to happen on tour. Um, Glad we finally got to do something. Yeah, that was cool. That was really is it hengy? Cool. <laughs> is it very hengy? It was. I don't know. And stony. Stony. Yeah, and stony. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if that's a, it's a word. <laughs> it is now. It is now. It is now. Yeah, yeah. Stone yeah. hengy. They need a big sign that says it. It's fucking hengy. <laughs> Can't. Can't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you you guys are coming down to Australia. Volvadini, is that how you say your guys' name? Like, yeah, like, that's how we say it. Yeah, that that's right. But I I don't think technically saying Volvadinia is wrong either. But we say Volvadinia, you know, tomato, tomato. Volvadinia. There you go. It's yeah. Like Volvid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say it like that because, you know, that's the Australian way, I guess. It just sounds Yeah, good. and the uh, South African way too. Yes. Yeah. I'm stealing it from you and claiming <laughs> yeah. it's Australian. Um, but you guys are, are, are coming back to Australia for a run of shows with Earthcaller and Babarissa in November. And uh, you toured here in, tw- was it 2019? Before everything went to shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like uh, December, November, December 2019. And. What happened? There's like a cut scene in there somewhere. Hey, it's like I just remember that happening and going, yeah, and and here we are again. <laughs> yeah, whole- it's like two years just got taken away from our lives, pretty much with the whole COVID thing. But now we're back, like at full steam, and it feels good. Like we just did. It feels like we just came back from our American tour, and we just went to the UK, and in the months we're going back to America. And then after that, it will be Australia and New Zealand, and we're working on Asia. And yeah, yeah, that I mean, it's it it looks like you guys have got a really good run ahead of you too. And and we're looking forward to seeing you guys again. I mean, how was that last tour down here? You know, it was, it was so good. It was like what Australia is one of my favorite places in the whole world. Um, it's just amazing. Every show was packed. Everyone went crazy, and uh, you know, the there's was less. Good. Yeah, and I feel like there's less crackheads than everywhere else in the world. Like that's how you judge. I don't know. You know, you should see the rest of the world, man. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got like the, the, the crackhead count, you know, like per area. I mean, I guess you yeah. got. You know, it's it's yeah that's it gets pretty hectic in some spaces though like i'm sure i'm sure that the way we played it was all good like i didn't feel unsafe and like australia feels like it has its shit together for the most part i feel like other countries pretend like they got their shit together and then you look in the back alleys and it's like whoa <laughs> it's not it's not good <laughs> We, we don't give as much as a fuck. like when the world's we're like oh yeah man whatever we'll just do whatever 
We don't give a fuck. Yeah. We just want to drink beers and, and eat f- shitty food and, and listen to metal. Yeah, well, we're used to it. So for us, like, we're looking for the the safest place in the world because coming from here, it's like, what is the best thing you could have in your life? It's probably safety. So that's yeah. how we judge, like, the rest of the world. Like, okay, where could we move potentially? Where feels like the best place? So I don't know. Australia feels great in that sense. Um, yeah. South Africa feels scary. America can feel very scary, even Canada. But I feel like Canada, it's more like just zombies that you could kick over and they can't really do much to you. Um, they're too polite. No, they're just too fucked to uh, <laughs> do anything. <laughs> are you boys going to move down here? Tell me, you're gonna are you going to move down here? I get a lot of I mean, South Africa. I, I could easily live in Australia. Like it's like the perfect climate for me. It's like the same as home, same. just yeah. like more beaches, and it's pretty rad. I mean, I could live in Australia easily, but the problem with Australia is it's also really far away from the rest of the world. Yeah, so yeah it's that's like the only problem. A, it's like a mission, then you know, like the same problem we've got right now. It's like whenever we have to fly, it's flying for hours and hours and hours to get anywhere. That's true. We are in the ass end of the world. Yeah, you know, we're right down yeah, the bottom. It is close to Asia, though, which is cool. That is true. Yeah. Which I've never been to. You should go. I've never been out. I haven't left. The only time I've ever left this this country is on a cruise ship, and that was it. And I, I'm I got to do it. I got to get out and see the world. I was. Yeah, you Japan. have to. You guys are too Japan. To, no, we haven't gone to Asia yet. This year, we'll ah, that's okay. It's going to be year. first. Yeah. Mm. We were supposed to go. Like as the pandemic hit, and we were actually supposed to play in Wuhan, <laughs> and like at the time, people were like, "No, you have to play. You don't understand. We're gonna lose so much money." But we're like, "I don't know. We think this virus is not gonna be good." And then, boom, everything just hit. And then it was like, "Okay, yeah, makes sense, guys. We understand why you didn't come." <laughs> yeah, that's that's for hey, that's for one. Did you guys? Did it affect you guys? much when you're out there i got mates down here that were literally played one show in the states and then they had to fuck off back home well there was like scares like a whole lot of people we went on tour with got these emails saying they needed to have like an emergency covid test and stuff like mm-hmm. that and we had to get a test before leaving to america but when we went to the uk it was like totally chilled um but also saw- i mean just as the just as the pandemic hit, we were like in between tours. So it was Australia. We were about to do Asia and I think might have even been some Australian dates around there or something. But um, at the time, luckily, we hadn't left yet. And we just saw what was happening because we were keeping an eye on the news. And we were like, OK, we should probably cancel this. And then we canceled and we got some like, you know, um, like fights back from the promoters and stuff like that. But then literally a week later, the whole world just like blew up and went to shit. It's insane. It's insane. And you've probably seen it yeah. all over the world now. Like, and, and getting back out there. I mean, didn't you, you toured recently with uh, the Arch Spy Boys? Again. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. North America. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're good dudes. They hey, really shout are. Toby. Shout out to Toby. He's a real good dude. We talk toys uh, and figures and shit sometimes. He's all about it. I love it. Tobile. Yeah. That's his <laughs> African name. 
<laughs> who's who's the worst? Who's like I've heard I've heard Ollie's a, a real bad egg. That he's, he's well, oh, he's just funny. he's just got the darkest, craziest <laughs> sense of humor, and uh, you can't take him too seriously. Um, his jokes are on another level, but we love that guy more. We love all those guys more than you could ever imagine. This was our third tour with them, and they've been kind enough to take us out, you know. And uh, so that means the world to us, and the fact that they like us and continue to support our band and take us on the road just means the world and they kill it you know they like literally probably the biggest and top tech death band in the world right now so 100 percent. but i bet they just sound like they'd just be a bunch of fun to hang around they with. are it's like watching like a, a comedy show the whole time it's like they're the funniest guys you could ever meet man that's what you want. You want some mischief. You want to have some memories. You want to come back yeah. and go, man, that was some pretty fucked up shit. But boy, we had a good time. Are you having a cold one? What are you drinking? It's a, it's this very lovely monster. Oh, it's a, oh, it's, it's a not sponsored. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be. You never know. No, that would be nice. Honey's good. Free, free cans yeah. of sugar are good. You know? Yeah, I drink mm. way too many energy drinks. I could do with some more. Yeah, See? yeah I'm in Italy. I'm in Italy right now. I should probably be drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Where are you in Italy? I'm in Italy. Yeah. What are you doing in Italy? Uh, uh, my brother lives here, so just after the UK tour, I flew out to visit him. I haven't seen him since before the pandemic. So, like, just do a, did a little shop stop for a holiday on the way home. Um, that's awesome. I'm flying back to SA next week. Man, that's awesome. That's really, really yeah, cool. Sick. Yeah, we're yeah, all crazy. Yeah. This is the first. Yeah, exactly. First. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, you know, this is I'm gonna fuck this up too, because you know, English and stuff. But um, your latest album pre- pre- can you guys help help? Don't it? worry, it's not English, it's Latin. It's uh, uh yes, yeah, infinity. Yeah, there you go. See, that's why if I say it in Australian, it just comes out as so. (laughs) Um, You know that everyone's been digging that album, man. It's a really, really, really good fucking album, and like like the concept and and how it continues on this big, massive thing about the interdimensional, the godlike thing being and yeah. uh, man <laughs> and the quest for power and he's eating things and everything's going on he's it's a massive massive thing have you guys got a um an idea of wanting to take that further maybe like graphic novels or or a film well we actually uh, were wanting to do comics but it takes a long time uh to get a comic done and to get it printed and everything you need to basically have the album finished before you start it because then you can get the comic done at the same time for the release of the album. These are like the logistics behind it that are just mm. hard. It wasn't to deal doable with. for us. Yeah. yeah. At least with uh, at least coming out with the album release. But I think, you know, um, maybe as we've got more time now, we might start looking into stuff like that. Um, with the, the label, hopefully if they keen and do something related to that, like a graphic novel or some sort of vibe in that, you know, 
That's yeah, we'd love to, idea. obviously. It's something we've definitely spoken about and even spoken about with our record label hmm. and looked at possibilities, but we don't have um, a way to do it just yet. And it takes a lot of planning. So maybe in the future, not right now. But yeah, we'd love to. That's sick. I, sign me up. If you couldn't tell, I'm one of those 40-year-old virgins. You know that <laughs> kids. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I love all that shit, man. And I think it, it's cool because it's it spans over a couple of albums now, doesn't it? So it's yeah. Well, this is the second album based on this character, and on he Pranantius made an appearance. Uh, and the concepts made an appearance on psychosadistic design as well. So yes, it has gone across a couple albums, but I think we're going to go away from the alien thing again for the next album. Just keep things, you know, not all the same all the time. Yes. Revisiting ideas and still coming from the same mindset we usually come from, but you know, we don't just want to do one thing the whole time. So we're going to change up the, Themes yeah, this album, um, I mean, Pronuncious Infinity was a follow-up to the Finnis album, the second yeah. one. So, like, that kind of revisited that story and characters from there and just took it a little bit further. Um, so, I think with the new one, we're going to do, you know, something a little different, but probably pulling in elements of the other songs. Like, the cool thing about being in a death metal band is you can go, like, all out with, like, fantasy and alien shit or, like, serial killer shit. It's like, you could, you've really got so much room you know, you yeah. don't need to always sing about the real world. and Or political like, shit. You mm, can go yeah. there, but you don't have to. There's so much you can do. That's right. No, and I'm, I'm yeah. totally agree with you. I mean, in my band, I just sing about nerdy shit. You know, well, well that's the best. Nerdy shit is cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just, you know, and there's the other one, which the other band, which I, a South African is in that band. Funny enough. Awesome. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, shout out to Christian. Good dude. Um, but yeah, it's I, I prefer to lean towards the the escape from reality, the fantasy stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the We've way tried it all now, so we're just uh we wanna do something really dark and heavy for the next one. But still it's like we keep evolving our sound and mm. I feel like it's becoming like a culmination of all of our albums now into one uh i don't know it's it's very much sounding like us now we've always sounded like us i think but um and we're also writing music collaboratively more yeah like in the past albums were like certain dudes wrote certain songs and then we just performed the songs as they were whereas now it's like we nitpick every riff together we like spend time together in the studio in person, going yeah. over things, chopping up parts. Even I'll chop up guitar riffs and make them into something completely different for the dudes. And everyone has like a say in everything we do. So it's way more collaborative. And therefore it's like the sum of the parts more so than it has been in the part, past. You know, it's like everyone's contribution makes it sound a little more like us than yeah. like carbon copies of other sort of bands within the genre and stuff like that and influences you know and uh, yeah we really think that's the most important thing you know it's just sounding like yourself because then you'll stand out amongst the millions of other bands out there 
Um, and you'll never be a better version of somebody else, you know, so we may as well, like, that's the thought process behind Prenantius Infinity. It was just like, let's stop writing music for other people and let's just write music that, you know, that comes out naturally and we want to write and see what happens. And we didn't put ourselves in that slam box, but we came from that mindset and Prenantius Infinity was what came out. Um, and I think it's definitely our best work and definitely the most thought out, definitely the most work put in. Um, so yeah, it's we're really proud of that one. And we just know for the future, we just have to top what we did there, which was um, for us mind blowing. Like we, when we listened to it back after we got the mixes, we were like, whoa. This actually sounds really, really good. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> it's, it's fucking complex. It's really complex, and it sounds huge too. Like, and yeah, yeah Chris, love- Kristen Donaldson killed it on this album. Like, yeah, he Chris really made and I it. Spent like a few nights just listening to every single reference we could, and then when we found Kristen, we just like knew, you know, that Kristen was going to be the guy for us. And yeah. it's so good. It, it is so good. I love all the synthy stuff too, like all the little sample you know. Yeah, the- we got uh yeah. so Earth Caller, who we're touring with in Australia, we got Mystique to do yes. a couple tracks because we're good friends and we've worked together on like Mimi videos in the past and all of that. So I just asked her. We wanted like some fresh ears and just like Chris. Uh, did some orchestral stuff, the other Chris in the band. Mm. Um, but we got Malcolm from Inferi and Mystique to both um, just lay down some cool orchestral parts, which added a, a, another fresh touch to the songs. Um, and we could have done it ourselves, definitely, but it's always nice to just get some fresh ears that haven't been listening to the songs for months to come mm. in and just give it something different, you know? Yeah, um, and also, I and mean, the- co- collaboration is always a good thing. Like, yeah. you know, even with guest vocalists and stuff, like, it's like, it's a cool part of metal that you can get like guests in to collaborate with and people that do a certain thing really well, bring them in on the song, they bring something fresh that we would have never thought would have been even thought of. And then it sounds amazing and like yeah. takes a song to a whole new yeah. level. Yeah? Like Malcolm with the theremin, he added theremin yeah. into the... Uh, tracks and we're like whoa this sounds weird at first but then we're like this is actually so sick we would have never thought of that you know and yeah that was all Malcolm from Inferi adding the crazy theremin in like Banquet of Enigmatic Horrors part when I well, think that's the most prominent well, one well the actual yeah. the actual story about the theremin is like Duncan and I while we were doing the vocals we like had a few beers and then we I think we watched something like a Mars Attacks live performance of the the soundtrack or something and then the dude was playing theremin so we thought fuck we have to get this dude from the mars attacks movie who wrote the score to do theremin on the song so we like tracked him down on facebook and then like duncan couldn't get a hold of him so he got a hold of his like brother and then like he was trying to get the contact of this dude and then eventually the dude ended up saying no but um so then we're like now well now we need some theremin in there anyway so we're like malcolm we needed to do we'd love you to do some stuff on the tracks and he was like is it cool if i use theremin and we were like fuck yes like we were kind of hoping you'd say that that's so sick because it gives it that real yeah. that sci-fi sort of sound that i, I love yeah, like, yeah like but, that kind of like old school sci-fi and yeah. 
You, you don't like really PJ hear that sound. Yeah? Like you hear like uh, sci-fi stuff in metal all the time, but that like B-grade, like old fifties sci-fi vibe. Yeah, it's like uh, you don't hear it much, so it was cool to add that in. Yeah, no, it's so good. It's so good. And uh, you know, are you working on new stuff? You you got uh, some yeah. cooking up? Literally right now, I've been writing and putting together riffs that uh, Luke had written and I wrote some riffs and been spicing them up and just putting together a basic outline of a song that now we can sit down with and work on. We have to put out some singles and a new album, so we just need to get on writing in between tours, otherwise we're not going to make deadlines, so trying to get it done now. Oh, so you guys have a deadline? Like you've You've got a goal. Yeah, yeah we've, we're working on a new album now. Now it's started. What's it called? We don't know yet. We don't have no idea. We're just starting the process now, getting the riffs together. And then we got yeah. we still loads of tours this year. So like yeah. the earlier we start and we can plan and get the songs written, hopefully by the end of the year. Um, amongst the tours and then we can hit the studio hard next year before we start touring again. That's awesome. Man, I can't wait to hear what you guys are cooking up. But hey Chris, you you've been um you you produce bands and stuff as well over there, right? Hey. Yeah, well we all actually do, most yeah? of us in the band. Like Tom does a lot of rock bands, so does Chris, other Chris. I do mostly metal bands like that record in their home studio and I mix it here in my yep. studio. Um, and Luandile does the same thing. He, uh, produces tracks for people and we're all working like full time in the music industry. And, uh, we all come from the audio world. Even Luke studied audio production. The only person that hasn't delved into this world is Duncan, but he just uses FL studio and records everything in there, sends us the tracks and, uh, then Duncan stole no I mean Duncan the last album we spent a whole lot of time I did the vocals with him oh yeah uh, well I like, mean when he's at it was home, like a yeah. month of yeah yeah but um Duncan also does a lot of guest vocal stuff and like yeah yeah, yeah. stuff like that so he's always all of us are like music kind of full-time and um, different projects different things different like hustles and stuff like that but Volvodinia has just got to the point where it's like our main thing um yeah takes up most of our time but we're all kind of into music in general not just death metal you know all of us are like fans of other stuff um listening and playing and learning so that's all just trying to do as much as possible yeah but now sorry bro i was just gonna say yeah now volvedinia has really become like our full-time thing and we don't really have much time for other stuff so we can fit in maybe one mixing job here and there, but I feel like now it's like we just have to work on the band super hard um, to get it to the next level. I feel like we just need to keep it going because otherwise uh, we're just going to lose what we have, you know, and we've got something really special going. And we're the only band from our country, like metal band that's doing this for like full time and it's pretty crazy for us because it everyone in our lives has always told us you know playing death metal for a living or even just metal is completely impossible so 
yeah, it's like at this point, we just need to keep what we have going because we really have something cool. And uh, if we stop, we're fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, guys from over your way that you've worked with, like like the um, Rhino from Truth Decayed. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, man. Um, Robin oh, yeah, Ferguson, I mixed Robin their Ferguson. EP, yeah. You did, yeah, and it's, it's killing yeah. it. Robin Ferguson, you know her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. She's a guitar uh, wizard from here. Yeah, man, really good people. Really good people. I've, I've... Yeah, I mean, South Africa's got sick bands. There's always been good bands here. It's just been a place that's like, because we're so isolated from the world, it's a very hard place to get out of and get your music heard worldwide, you know, yeah. and have built enough of an audience that there's like a demand for you to come and play shows and tours. And uh, like that's where we've been really fortunate with Volvodinia is like we've found an audience, you know, and in places like America and Europe and Australia and Asia and stuff like that. And it's allowed us as a band from there to get out where there's actually like been loads over the years of amazing bands from SA, you know, that have done some like lots of bands have done some touring, you know, but it's always been like a, like a couple of festivals, never really like extended tours continuously um over like years and stuff but there's definitely sick musicians and um you know great people great bands um yeah it's a pretty cool scene it's just um it's not big enough to be you know like a death metal scene or like whatever it's a metal scene you know yeah 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 it's and that's what i like about it when everyone i've spoken to mm-hmm. over there everyone i guess it brings everyone together in a lot of ways which is real what you want really fun. yeah everyone feels like a family here in uh, the south african metal scene everyone knows each other and uh we still very much feel part of that scene even though the ratio to us playing overseas now is like we're basically an american band (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so we can only play really like three or four shows in South Africa a year. Otherwise, it just doesn't work because there's only a couple venues and we can't just keep playing the same venues. And uh, it's just people are going to get bored, you know. So we, we have to do it like the rest of the world. Like, we'll go there, but maybe twice a year max, um, you know. Makes it special, I guess, like those those yeah. shows, you know. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We always love playing at home as well. I mean, we've had some sick shows there in the last time. Just after the pandemic, we had some great ones. But then since then, we've kind of been away on tour. So hopefully we could do some stuff at the end of the year in a gap or something like that. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, Zoom's doing that thing where it's telling me I've only got five five minutes left. But uh, I appreciate you guys. I say, yeah, give us some time, Zoom. Um, They're not listening. They don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, just a robot. But um, what do you guys got coming up apart from the Australian tour? You're working on new tunes. Uh, any any special secret stuff you can share? Uh, I've Most got of a, just tours at the moment. Well, I, I would like to take the time to just say I've got a signature guitar people can order if they want to. It's a... Uh, through Ormsby Guitars, Ooh, you just go to their yeah. website and uh, type in my name, K-R-I-S-X-E-N, it's Chris Sen, and then Ormsby, or 
if you want to put my full surname in, it's Sinopolis, but don't do that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and you can find it. It's pink. It's got a Wenge neck, ebony fretboard, only a volume knob. It sounds like a Strat when you need it to. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get mine. They're available for pre-order, shipping out early next year. So I just can't wait. Um, so check it out. Order it yeah. if you want one. They come in six, seven, and eight. So that's cool. Go the eight. Yeah, definitely go the eight. Yeah, the yeah. How can yeah. less be more? More is more. That's right. Anyways. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tom? Anything? Uh, um, you got cooking? not really. I mean, just um, you know, we've got a crazy busy year of tours and i'm looking forward to all of that i mean after the last couple of years it's just been amazing to be traveling all the time and doing cool stuff um seeing seeing the world again and um yeah i'm excited for that excited to record new music and yeah it just seems like life is busy at the moment which is amazing it's what you want that's what you want hey yeah lads thanks for uh hanging out on the show it's gonna it's gonna be a fucking tour yeah Let's go. Oh, thanks Brisbane. so much for having us, man. No worries. Yeah. Brisbane. Let's go. Let's have beer. Let's let's do it up. It's going to be one fucking massive show. Well, two of them. Definitely. No, I mean, me, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we loved our time in Australia last time. Um, it was incredible. And we can't wait to come back. Man, it's going to be so sick. Hey, take care, boys. Stay safe. You enjoy yeah. Italy. Wait, I'll go. You enjoy Italy. And you enjoy uh, your South Africa. Right. Thanks. Where, yeah, my house because I can't okay, go enjoy your enjoy your studio. Place. Well, yeah, yeah, I my about studio. That. yeah, yeah. Enjoy. I hope you feel better, bro. Hey. Yeah, I'm just gonna be working on new Volvidinia songs and stuff, so that's good. But um, for anyone out there, follow us on Instagram at Chris Zen K R I S X E N at underscore floor Tom, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, because he ends up on the floor sometimes. <laughs> he can. <laughs> and uh, at uh, Volvidinia Slam on Instagram, Volvidinia Official on YouTube. And uh, yeah, if you want to book us for shows, Slam at gmail.com. And I think I've done my part there. With all the good things <laughs> people all- might want to know. And I'll do mine and tell you that we'll have the links down in the show notes down here uh, for the tour dates and the tour tickets. Get them now. It's going to sell out. I know it is. It's going to be fucking bonkers. Dudes, take care and we'll see you soon. Cool. Cool, man. Thank you. Thanks so much, man.